This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country, Mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee, the world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee, proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Yeah! Good evening, everybody. Good evening, everybody. We are getting there. We're getting close. There we are. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. It's playoff time. Let's get red and get real and get rowdy. Sellout crowd tonight. Got so many awesome folks here. We're at the Hy-Vee location at 95th and Antioch. One of my favorite locations, a very historic location. We've had Travis Kelsey here. You remember the late Buck Buchanan's wife was here, Georgia Buchanan. Some of our most memorable shows have been at this location. We have room. We will wedge you in somewhere between the KC nuns that are here tonight. Uh, fake Andy Reid's here tonight. Queen Esther, the Armenian Embassy. The Warriors here tonight. KC Warrior bringing it. Uh, love it. Uh, also, of course, the Red Coders are here in full force tonight. Hey, hey, Paula. And we are joined electronically tonight by the folks that are watching us in Phoenix, Arizona. We're headed your way. We are starting the uh, march now to get to you in Glendale, Arizona for Super Bowl 57. The geeks are here tonight as well. So, and then our spirit leader tonight, Cleo's here. We've got to lift her up uh, on this special night. So awesome to have everybody here this evening. Okay, in case you missed it, we are scheduled to play at 3.30 Saturday afternoon. And we will play the Jacksonville Jaguars, okay? All right. And how loud will Arrowhead be on Saturday afternoon at 3.30? It's... A big week coming up, obviously, with the playoffs. If Andy Reid, we have fake Andy Reid here tonight, if real Andy Reid wins this game, 
it will be his 20th playoff victory as an NFL head coach. That would be second all-time uh, tied with Tom Landry for that many playoff victories. All right. If we're going to do that, and it will be huge for sure. Also, we're taking a team that is hot coming into the playoffs. People talk about the Jaguars. We played them on November the 13th against Jacksonville. Uh, we'll talk about them tonight with our special evening, and I'm going to introduce in a minute. Uh, but the fact that they have been surging. I actually kind of predicted this after we played them on November the 13th, uh, winning every game down the stretch to make it to the playoffs and win in the AFC South, and then trailed 27 to nil to the Chargers and came back to win that game uh, in improbable fashion. But anyway, we're taking the hottest team into the National Football League playoffs with probably should be the NFL MVP quarterback and a team that's full of seven pro bowlers, many uh, all-pro players. And for that team to go get after it, it is time for the Chiefs' kingdom to put the hammer down, baby. That's what I'm saying. And speaking of the hammer, High V is putting the hammer down. Tonight, tonight, now we didn't have a game, but to honor Patrick Mahomes and his 41 touchdown passes this season, tonight you can score 41 cent fuel saver rewards with a $41 purchase. That is tonight. Uh, and also coming up is the High V Supercart. It is headed, check out the Kansas City Metro stores for this High V Supercart. Supercart, look for it. Uh, look for the schedule each day on your Kansas City Hy-Vee Facebook pages to find the cart. When you see the cart, look for it. Scan the HQR code on the cart, and you'll be automatically entered to win four tickets to this week's divisional playoff game to the Chiefs against the Jaguars. It is time to start playoff football, and we know what it's like to go on a playoff run, do we not? And... We are taking Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and a red-hot defense and special teams led by Tommy Townsend who obliterated all of the punting stats uh, this year as far as single-season records. We're taking a team that played in all three areas in full complementary football in that Week 18 victory over the Raiders to get us to that one seed and get us to the bye. And now we will attack the playoffs. Tonight, a special show, as is our custom, to start the playoffs on the Chiefs' kingdom our entire broadcast team will join me here in just a few minutes. I will introduce them one at a time, NBA style. They're going to go through the crowd, but I'm so proud of these guys. It's awesome to work with them. But tonight, in just a few minutes, we will hear from Danon Hughes, former chief and chief analyst. Josh Klingler, the Klingster, our sideline reporter. And some of you even had the bracelet on. Because this show gave them maybe one of the biggest uh, piece of support to Dan Israel, our executive producer and cancer survivor. So he is here tonight as well. So when we come back, we're going to unleash the entire broadcast team uh, here tonight at the High V. Come join us, 95th and Antioch here in Overland Park. We'll be back to get it rolling with the guys after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Chargers go without a huddle again. Right side, try intercepted on the left side. Picked off at the goal line at the 25-yard line. 
picked up by Watson. Watson can go all the way. The seventh round pick, 20, 15, 10, 5, Jalen Watson cooking hamburgers in Augusta, Georgia. Then he went to Wazoo, and now he gets a 100-yard pick six for a touchdown. Kansas City at 10.29 to go in the game. One of the biggest plays of the season. Rookie Jalen Watson with a 99-yard pick six against the Chargers all the way back in the home opener on Thursday Night Football in week two. Um, I want to give a special shout-out because I always forget, but Shotgun Jackson tonight, of course, so many. I mean, his mom knew when she was born, his name's got to be Shotgun, right? So, and then Nick Price, our studio engineer tonight, help us out. We are live at uh, Hy-Vee at 95th and Antioch in Overland Park. Also, so many awesome folks here tonight. Sophie Bug, by the way, uh, celebrating a birthday tonight our resident fifth grade uh, leader uh, in Belton of the Chiefs Kingdom. Okay, it is time now to introduce to you our esteemed panel this evening. But we're going to do this like an NBA starting lineup, right? So the geeks are providing the background music. You can, all right, hit it. All right, at, at sideline reporter out of Dubuque, Hempstead High School in Dubuque, Iowa, and the University of Iowa. He is a network veteran. He's there when it's the coldest days. He's there when it's the hottest days. He's there when it's the most medium of days. A, bri a brilliant sideline reporter who's commiserating now with fake Andy Reid and the KC Nuns and Queen Esther. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Josh Klingler. And at analyst, a six-year NFL veteran with the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the top players in Iowa Hawkeye history, and a great player for the Kansas City Chiefs, both as a wide receiver and as a special teams player. Fantastic professional, ladies and gentlemen, number three at the University of Iowa. Number 83 with the Kansas City Chiefs. No tougher human on the planet when he played. No tougher person in the broadcast booth. He'll separate your shoulder. If you get him fired up on game day, everything's in play. Ladies and gentlemen, number 83 and three at the University of Iowa, Danon Hughes. And at executive, and that's it. It's going now, dog. It's got, we got people going crazy here. All right, and an executive producer in his all the way back to 33rd year on the Chiefs Radio Network, a broadcast veteran dating all the way back to the mid-'80s. Goes all the way back to the Kansas City Kings. That tells you about his broadcast career. He is the engineer of the largest network in the National Football League. He's the executive producer he is a cancer survivor. Ladies and gentlemen, Spartacus, Dan Israel. All right, now we're ready for the playoffs. Are we ready for the playoffs? Yeah. 
And it's <laughs> you good there, buddy? You can take a break. <laughs> All right. Good. Dana, Dana took the long route. It was like, dude, you're or, uh, no Kling. It was Kling that set the the uh, long route. There, was, I got my steps in. I'm you, good now. Absolutely. And you uh, completely. Uh, it was almost a 15 yard penalty. You wiped out the dude with the tray, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Flashbacks, flashbacks, <laughs> Mitch. I'm telling you, you get Dana going. It's just like he can't. Is stop. it Saturday yet? <laughs> no. Get somebody in the mouth. Yeah, I feel sorry for Tiffany. Uh, <laughs> she has to deal with this every day. Yeah. The rest of us all have surgeries from him hitting us in the booth. Uh, all right, we're going to go right down the line here. Just awesome. It's time for the playoffs. And for the four of us, we know, been around this league long enough, everything goes up about five more notches as the Kansas City Chiefs get to host the Jacksonville Jaguars Saturday afternoon, 3.30 uh, at GHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Okay, Dana, we're going to start with you, and then we're going to go around the horn just the fact of getting this thing started in the playoffs and what that means. Man, this is big. This is a big time, and I'm trying to contain myself. It's early in the week. You know, as a player, you know, Marty Schottenheimer used to drill into us, like, take, you know, breathe. Breathe early in the week. Don't spend yourself so early in the week that you're, you're totally exhausted over the weekend. You don't want to get into a situation where you're so amped up that at kickoff, when I was on kickoff, like, you'd feel like you were tired for the first half because of all the adrenaline and all the anger. He said something about my mama. He kicked my dog. Whoever we were playing against, that's what they did. I swear they did it. Um, but I, I think this is an exciting time for Kansas City. I mean, we are on the road possibly, depending on how the Bills Bengals go, we are on the road to possibly host a fifth AFC championship at home. I mean, that's amazing to think about. And never been done, right, in the history of the league. That is huge. It so, is huge. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Uh, get a chance to talk with the coaches during the week. And then I just got to, like, woosah. I got I to gotta figure <laughs> out, like, a woosah or get into my yoga pose or something <laughs> so I can relax until Saturday. But I'm glad we, got, we kicked the weekend off. I think that's huge. Kansas City gets the set. The Chiefs' kingdom gets to set the tone of the weekend. I think that's big. Divisional playoffs start with us on 3.30 Saturday afternoon. Kling, playoff time. There's always, they talk about preseason speed and regular season speed. You're on the sideline, man. What about playoff speed? Uh, just for the record, I usually sit this far away from Danon if possible. Like Cannot just, be held responsible. Just out of, like, arm's reach because yeah. he usually punches me in the shoulder and tries <laughs> to get me fired up. Uh, Wait a minute. I just got a text from Tiffany Hughes. <laughs> she said, don't peek too soon. Yeah, I don't know what right. that means. That's right. Sh- <laughs> wow. I don't wow. That went combat level that in was, a hurry, didn't that it? That was unnecessary. <laughs> it's the playoffs. Yeah, that's, right, that's right. It's playoffs. Everything's out the window. <laughs> so anyway, Clean, <laughs> about Saturday. I, 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 one, I thought the, the, the wild card weekend was, was great. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was even better not to be a part of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because all the stress level, oh, I mean, yeah. I don't know about anybody else. I was watching for which opponent the Chiefs were going to face, and it was every game there's a chance, right? Yeah. And so you just found out the value of the number one seed. It's rest. It's, it's the ability to have some more time. But also everybody else had to do all that this weekend, and the Chiefs did not, which I think is, which I think is great. So they're going to come out, I think, really fired up, nice and rested, and everybody else has played and gotten beaten up. I've given this analogy. It's like running a marathon because this 14-3 this and three has been really hard. Let's be honest, okay? 
but it's like you get to stop off the track while everybody else keeps running at about the 22nd mile, and then a drone drops you in at the 24th mile, and you're ahead of the pack. That's what this feels like. Dan, you have been through since 1990 uh, a lot of postseason. You won a Super Bowl. You've been a runner-up in a Super Bowl. You know uh, better than any of us what the playoffs are like. You know, and I think it's it's important for us all, as fans as well, to just take in the moment, man. This is special stuff. Mitch, prior to 2012, 2012 and prior in my career, started in 1990, I was a part of 13 playoff games. Since Coach Reed, Saturday will be my 17th. <laughs> How about that? That is huge. It's huge. Yeah. And, it, and, and I think the, the one thing we always said about the Marty Schottenheimer era was, man, just you know, be competitive, be there in the end, hope you get a slot in the dance, and, and then go make the most of it. And they've done that for the last 10 10 years, it's just amazing to be a part of. And to watch them play a high caliber of football at an important time in the season and to do it all in a Kansas City style, I mean, it fits us, man. You know, I mean, it's been a special decade with, with this guy, and, and I just don't want to lose that. Uh, the, look, it cannot last forever. I don't care because Saturday it continues, and that's what's important. And we don't have Andy Reid tonight. We have the next closest thing to Andy Reid. There you go. Yeah. People did a double take. I know you did. I saw it when you walked in. <laughs> now, usually when you're doing analysis and we break down a game, we'll start with the offense and then the defense and special teams. We're not going to do that tonight because Danon Hughes is here. And Danon Hughes made his living as a really good wide receiver but a great special teams player. So we're going to go a little bit different tonight, and we're going to start with special teams. It's somebody and in the mouth. <laughs> Danon, we'll start with you. Uh, it's usually me. Are hitting you in the mouth? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, just the closest person yeah. to him. Yeah, so we do have first aid on site. Um, <laughs> but special teams, what, ex- what did you see this year in special teams, particularly lately, that gives you hope that they could dominate in the playoffs? So I think it's obviously special teams is close and near to me. Uh, you know, if you are a parent of a kid or you've watched Pop Warner in high school, you kind of have this mindset of, Oh, special teams is for the kids that are not defensive starters or are not offensive starters. And that was kind of my mindset growing up. And then when I got to the NFL, I got a taste. And it's truly a third, an equal third mm-hmm. of the game. It's just as important. Every game will start with special teams, guaranteed. After the coin toss, somebody's going to kick off. And that can set the tempo. So it's important to me. I feel like... Just like the rest of our team, what we've done this year, what's made this team so special is that we didn't peak in September like some teams. We didn't peak in October like some other teams. We didn't peak in November and December like many teams. We still haven't peaked. And to me, that's exciting. We are getting better, incrementally better in every phase of the game. And special teams, they've had some ups and downs. But what's really cool, and you guys know, and if you listen to the broadcast, you hear me interview Dave Tobe every week right before the game and how he sticks with guys. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's like, like gets in me. Like my, my skin is crawling now because I was one of those dudes. Seventh round pick, came in here on a broken foot, winging a prayer, hoping to make the team. Six years later, four-time captain of special teams. Like you want somebody that believes in you as a dude. And Dave Tobe and Andy Reid have set the climate with this team that, like, even if you have a bump, even if you make a mistake, you know, Sky Moore, whomever else, like, we still believe in you. And that's, to me, the DNA of a great organization, of an ascending organization 
that's going to the right places. So I'm excited for special teams. I think it's going to be a factor in this uh, playoff run, in the Super Bowl run. There's going to be a big play. It never fails. It's going to be a big play in special teams this weekend. It's going to be a hit. Hopefully it's a hit so I don't have to hit you. But hopefully it's a hit. And, you know, jarring the ball loose, setting the tone of the game, getting the fans amped up, the 12th man in Chiefs kingdom being a factor, to me, uh, that's what makes it important. So, yeah, Harrison Buckers, he's, he's going to make his kicks. Tommy Townsend is going to have the booming punts. But there's going to be some other play, mark my words, that's going to be about special teams that you guys are all going to rally around. You're going to turn red. You're going to have goosebumps because you're going to remember, I said it. Somebody hit somebody in the mouth. Nostradamus calls. Uh, I love what you said about peaking because I really feel like the rest of our division teams peaked in June. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's just me. Like, oh, God, the Chiefs are going to be awful. Like, eh. Okay. Clink, special teams, what, what do you like about this team that gives you hope uh, to win and make a run in the playoffs? Well, I know somebody can make a play, but they don't have to. I think that's what's the beauty of it. Just get the ball to 15, you know what I mean? Like, as long as there's not mistakes. Like, don't let other people in the games. And I think that can happen in special teams as well. Can't be afraid to make a play, but also they don't have to feel the pressure to make the play all the time because this team is good enough to absorb just about what they're doing. And then, you know, whatever bumps the, the, the kicking game went through, hey, man, they've had a couple weeks of practice now. All that's, all that's gone. I think that, you know, they probably needed to, to have the kind of the mind wipe for a, like a week or so to get away yeah. from all the chatter and all the talk and everything else. They've just been practicing. And that's the only way that that group was going to get better was, was getting out there in the practice field and, and just going through all their paces. So, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be certainly a liability. I don't even need it to be a massive asset other than making a, like a long field goal or something. Everything else, just get the ball to the offense and let's play. Yep, Spartacus, your thoughts. You know, to the, both their points, it will be a factor. I'll, I'll draw a couple of an, uh, examples to this. Uh, we remember the Houston Texans playoff game where Tyreek Hill had the fumbled return, right? Was a difference maker. It, yeah. it, it could have been a difference maker. It was not. 2015, Niall Davis opens the game with a return for a touchdown. It is a difference maker. It, so I, I feel like the best thing about our special teams this year in particular was they were finally tested and had to kind of face that adversity and, and figure out a way to, to come back together. It is an important facet of the game. It is one-third of the game, and you can't just throw it out there on the field. And, and all of these guys that are involved in that, from Tobe to, to every last equipment guy, they're dedicated to this. They go out there and they work very hard, and I know it's frustrating for them when they're on the field and things don't happen the way they they want them to, but that preparation, that testing, and that adversity that they faced this year has really set them up for what has been a quality last few weeks, and that's what we want to go into the playoffs with. Yeah, your historical perspective is a good one because people forget the road to the Super Bowl 54 championship down 24 to nothing started with a 58-yard kickoff return by McCole Hardman. I remind people of that all the time. And Tommy Townsend this year to be so good and gross in net punting, especially net punting, uh, setting an all-time Kansas City Chiefs record, hard to do with the punters that we've had. And then this is something I know I've talked to Danan about, but our gunners have, and Tommy talked about this, have learned how to play with Tommy. Mm -hmm. Chris Lamont, Nazi Johnson, going right down the line, Deion Bush. These guys have learned now, ooh, where that punt's going to be and down it, catch it at the five and put the team back uh, against their own curtain 
which they don't want to be at. And those kind of plays win playoff games. All right, let's uh, quickly get a spin around the defense here. And, uh, Dana, I'll start with you again. Defensively, what did you like about this team that gives you hope for a big run and going to the playoffs, getting to Glendale, Arizona, and getting another Lombardi? They showed us how good they can be against Arizona in week one, and they continued, even though with some bumps in the road, they got better as the season was unfolding. The pressure, to f- the fact that three of our top four corners are rookies, our two of our top three, I mean, one of our top three safeties is a rookie, George Karloftis got better. We're seeing Leo Chanel got better. We're, we're, nobody wants to throw to the side of McDuffie. That's why we don't hear about him during the game because they don't, they don't test him. To me, this defense and how hard – I guess I would start it with this, Mitch. People don't realize how hard it is to have a truly successful defense when you have such a great offense. Offense gets all the shine, gets all the glitter, gets all the glam, and a defense just has to kind of snuggle up next to it. And what I've seen literally since, what, week 11, week 10, is the ascension of this defense that they've made it for themselves. Like they are a force amongst themselves, which makes it really cool because it's not about, okay, well, hopefully the defense can sustain something and hurry up and get the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. We might do something. Like, we, we might take the ball to the house like Willie Gay Jr. did. We might have that big interception like, like Jalen Watson might have. And I think that's a whole different dynamic than maybe what we've seen in the past few years, that our defense has a, is in a position to dominate as opposed to just exist. Again, Dean and Hughes with us tonight, as is Josh Klingler, as is Dan Israel, our entire broadcast team. Kling, defensively, what do you see that you like going into the playoffs? Well, down the stretch, the Chiefs are starting to turn people over. And talking to the guys in the locker room, they're, like, all their eyes are wide. Like, I'm going to get mine this week. I'm going to get mine this week. And it, it's a mentality, and it, it feeds upon itself. And we didn't see them maybe turn people over as much as we thought early in the season, but down the stretch, you're starting to see them rip the ball away, starting to see guys get interceptions, and everybody wants a piece of it now, and that's huge. And then secondly, uh, Chris Jones turning in huge. Sorry, I forgot. That's huge. And secondly, you got to let them play too. I know, too. that's true. true. <laughs> secondly, it's, it's, it's Chris Jones has turned into the closer. Yes, he has. And he's, I'll put it in baseball terms, like uh, the, the door opens and that, that, that reliever comes out. Wade Davis comes out, right, in the, in the Royals days, and you're like, game's over. Um, Chris Jones has turned into that guy here down the stretch, and, and he's making bigger and bigger plays, and they're at the end of the games, and he's just finishing games, and I, I can't wait to see him do it in the postseason. Spartacus, here with us. I think there's a button on Spagnola's play call that he pushes at the end of the game that's like the Chris Jones, you know, you're not going to like me when I'm angry kind of mentality. Yeah. He pushes the button. Kind of like button, calling bam. Batman out of the Batcave. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I love the physicality of our defense. We, t- we started talking about this in training camp. They're fast. They're furious, and, and I think if you ask your spotter, one of the difficult things about this year is it's never just one guy making a tackle. That's a good point. You know, there's always two or three bodies, and it's like, okay, who's on the bottom of that pile? Who was involved in that? I love the physicality of our defense. Yeah, good point, too, and we're so much more athletic at linebacker, especially going into yeah, the playoffs. absolutely. My favorite defensive stat that is kind of you got to dig around for this one is this. 33 passes defensed by players who are not defensive backs. There are eight by Carlos Dunlap. There are seven by George Karloftis. He led the rookies in the NFL in that category. Four by Chris Jones. A couple by Willie Gay Jr. The point is, and these are playoff plays. If you watch this weekend, how many big defensive plays were caused by deflected passes. Mm -hmm. And, And Trevor Lawrence 
had his biggest problems of his four turnovers were on deflections. Three by the Chargers by linebackers and defensive linemen. And the Chiefs had three against um, our Jaguar quarterback on November the 13th against Trevor Lawrence. Willie Gay Jr. had one, and Karloftis had two. Passes defensed where the play is perfectly designed. The offensive coordinator is looking at an iPad and going, this is – it got nowhere because it got knocked down at the line of scrimmage. Those are devastating plays to be made by defenses that don't necessarily show up in the stat sheet. Okay, we're going to the offensive side of the football. Stay fired up, people. Wait a minute before we do that. When you get a defense, get, get them. Oh, here everybody here, the entire broadcast. Why is my smaller than everybody else's? <clears throat> I don't know, Anything? but you two should switch. <laughs> Stop it. All right. For the Chiefs defense to get it done like that, it's time to put the hammer down, baby. That's right. Go to Facebook, and you'll see the hammers flying all over this place. We're at the High V at 95th and Antioch in Overland Park. Yes, we'll be back to talk about offense and the MVP of this league after this year, listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Burton, the fullback, offset eye. Edwards Hilaire, the tailback. 24-23 Chiefs. First down and goal to go at the one. They're going to throw it. Near side it is. Caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! Travis Kelsey! One, two, three, four touchdown receptions. This time on a play-action fake. Welcome back, everybody. The incomparable, uncomparable Travis Kelsey. Not one, not two, not three. Four touchdowns in that game against the Raiders back in October uh, at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. A reminder tonight at High V. Uh, at your uh, area high V, uh, 41 touchdowns this year by Patrick Mahomes passing. To celebrate it, you get 41 cents fuel saver rewards with a $41 purchase. That's tonight through the evening. Uh, you'll score 41 cents with a $41 purchase. Next week, there is a Saturday playoff game. It's against the Jaguars at, on Saturday. But what uh, High V is going to do, that it's going to be two days. Actually, with the Saturday playoff game, High V is going to give you double the times to score. Uh, you'll have the offer valid on Sunday, January 22nd, and Monday, January the 23rd with whatever the Chiefs score. Feels like about, oh, I don't know, 40. Uh, again, the Jaguars, <laughs> let's do that. Um, and again, tonight we got special guests. We have one of the big shots of Odyssey here tonight who's sitting right behind us. Uh, this is like you getting a date finally and your parents are in the back seat of the car. That's what this is like. <laughs> Okay, Danon Hughes is here tonight. He's been in financial uh, work all his life. This is like the auditor coming to lunch <laughs> with you, right? That's what this feels like. So just know that we're a little nervous tonight as we get ready for the playoffs because Dad is in the back seat back here. <laughs> all right, we've got an esteemed panel tonight. We have Danon Hughes, uh, former chief wide receiver, special teams demon and analyst. Also, Josh Klingler, sideline reporter and Spartacus, Dan Israel himself our executive producer of the network. All right, let's get into the offense here. And now we're going to start with Dan uh, first with the offense. Then we're going to go to Kling and wrap it up with Dan as we go around the horn here. Unreal offensive year again. And let's go back to the champions of June, right? The other three teams in our division thinking, oh, gosh, the Chiefs offense will never get a first down again. All those pundits that said the, the Chiefs would finish fourth in the AFC West are not allowed to broadcast any longer, ever again. <laughs> no credibility left whatsoever. I, I think the most amazing thing about the Chiefs offense this year is, one, I think they reinvented themselves. They figured out a way 
to, to play the game differently from how they've been playing it. In particular, I thought Mahomes just had an outstanding year. How he can't possibly get the MVP blows me away. He is so far in number one in statistically. Yards passing, he's almost like seven or 800 yards ahead of the next guy. More touchdowns. I mean, it's just the, the numbers line up to tell you. And, and that's not how he did it. That's just what he did. How he did it was also amazing. There was a game where Andy Reid said, look, all right, throw the plans out. Just you two go out and figure out how to win this game. He and Kelsey went out and figured out how to win the game. Kelsey's the other guy. I think it's amazing. Kelsey finishes seventh in the league with 74 points scoring. You know who finished tied for 15th with 62 points? Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Kelsey. Oh, just Kelsey let's there. just keep in mind that Kelsey is a tight end, not a wide receiver. Yeah. I just think it's amazing the job that Coach Reed, uh, you know, Matt Nagy, Eric Bieniemy put together here, and, the, and those guys going out on the field every week and getting it done with new players, Kadarius Tony coming in, all of the change and the transition, they have just managed to go out and figure out how to win this week's game, which if they do that, we're all happy. We're all happy. That would be huge. I love the way this team just handles what's in front of them. It's been, uh, in our 29 years together, to me, it has been unique about this team. Um, all right, Kling, your thoughts offensively and what this team has done, is doing, and what they can do in the playoffs. Well, it's, it's, it's great. Have they had everybody? Like, never. has there been a game where no. they've had everybody? Yeah, you know? right. And, and yet you, you don't know what's coming. I don't know what's coming. They just, they're going to make it work no matter who's, who's a part of things. Jerk McKinnon might have been the fourth or fifth running back we were talking about in camp stud. this year. And it turns out to be the, be the best. Yeah. I mean, what a season uh, he's had. The wide receivers have been terrific. Juju Smith-Schuster, as advertised, I think he's been a terrific addition uh, to this offense. And then, yeah, old man Travis Kelsey, just, uh, I'm just going to keep getting better and better and better and almost defying the, uh, continues to defy the odds. And then just give Patrick Mahomes a little fuel. And the, the doubt and the naysayers are exactly what, he's not going to always be able to have a chip on his shoulder, right? Um, but there's just, I mean, there's plenty of media, I guess, that helps do that, and plenty of probably players around the NFL that were doing that same thing too, and all he just needs is a little bit of fuel, and, and, and he's a go. So it's, it's been fun to watch him kind of, with and, and graciously, right? He could talk a lot of stuff if he yeah, wanted to about I would. everybody, everybody <laughs> that said anything, and he just goes about his business, but he's got every reason to, uh, you know, shut a lot of people up. Okay, we'll let Danon Hughes talk for Patrick here. <laughs> Could you imagine me as him? No. I would be so obnoxious. <laughs> so obnoxious. And that would be different. How? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, sorry. Welcome to my world. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, so I know the dynamic of our booth and when we're, we're calling a game, Mitch has all the stats and everything right at the top of his head, and I just kind of paint the color of what's happening. I always tell people I see the game. I don't see the game better. I just see it different. I see everything that's unfolding. It's kind of like just a lot of moving parts, and you get to see how, to me, that's how I enjoy the game. But there are some stats, Dan and Mitch, Josh, that come to my mind when you talk about Mahomes. Career highs and completion rate. Com passing yardage, 552.50. Fourth quarter comebacks. Rushing yards per attempt as well as rushing touchdowns. Like, this is what he did this year when we were supposedly with the dreaded R word rebuilding because we didn't have Tyreek Hill. I mean, to me, it's been amazing watching this offense. They, with the Raider game and us scoring 31 points, we have averaged over 30 points for five straight seasons. 
has only happened two other times, I mean, for two other teams in, the, in NFL history. And this is all without Tyreek Hill. Not to throw any shade on him, but just about all the pundits that thought we were going to be nothing. To me, it's been amazing to see the elevation of other guys, the supporting cast recognizing that they are supporting cast. You don't have a bunch of stars that are trying to be superstars. You have a bunch of dudes, and that's kind of the, the DNA of us in, in, in mid-America, right? We, you got a bunch of dudes, blue-collar dudes, that just show up and go to work. And I think that's why in, in Chiefs Kingdom we should really embrace this team because it's not about superstardom. It's about dudes that get out there, give me a lunch pail, give me whatever, whatever you want to put on me, and I'm going to go to work. And I think that's been, to me, what's been superior and impressive about this team. Have you noticed in yesterday's games, did you notice how a tradition is continuing that started with the Chiefs? When these guys get in the end zone, they hand it to their linemen to spike yeah. the ball. Now everybody's doing it. But that started with the Chiefs, and it started from the heart. Yeah. These guys believe in each other, and they love each other. And to watch that, when that first, you know, McKinnon said, Pacheco, my goodness, he's running tough. And these guys get in the end zone, and the first thing they want to do is share it with the people that got them there. I think that's amazing. To me, there's no question. That is huge. Yeah. To me, red zone offense has been magnificent this year. We have been average. And last year, think about it, we didn't get in the red zone at the end of the half of the AFC Championship game. This team this year is 69% touchdown efficiency in the red zone, second only to Dallas. And we had 15 more possessions than the Cowboys did. Another one of my favorite stats, and this goes back to Danon's point and getting the dudes involved, um, and everybody, I think, has, has kind of said this. Dudes. Dudes. Oh, the oh, 28, 28 <laughs> touchdowns to running backs and tight ends. 28 touchdown passes of the 41 by Mahomes to running backs and tight ends. It tied an NFL record from Y.A. Tittle in oh 1963 God. when Weird Wolf and Snowstorm Sandy were a twinkle in their mother's <laughs> eye. Okay? And here's another one for you. I put it out on Twitter, and then people go, you're going to jinx him. I'm like, come on, slow down here. Patrick Mahomes touched the ball this year 740 times. He lost zero fumbles. Nobody's close to that in this league. And Dane, it's 740 touches, zero lost fumbles. Amazing year. Oh, quick quick tag on that, and then we're going to go to break, and we'll hit the Jags. Heck, I grabbed my car keys 700 <laughs> times, and I dropped them a few. And nobody was chasing me. And I lost my phone today, man, so I don't know. Clink, lose your phone or your keys? or <laughs> Not again. No. I did that in the parking lot at Arrowhead last or earlier this season, but that's a whole other story for another time. But, no, it's, it's, it's amazing. With all the pressure in the world, I mean, you want the ball in his hands, right? Yeah. Everybody wants the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hands? Well, Hold up, Kling. Are you saying not to run game? What are you? <laughs> yeah. Kling. Kling's sick. Yeah. Kling is sick. Oh, Kling, for everybody that doesn't know, Kling begs and begs and begs for more run game. Every week. And this is the first time. I'm glad it's recorded. You're saying, keep it in Patrick Mahomes' oh, hands. Still got to hand it. It's early in the week. Still got to hand it off. But he, he, he's secure with it. He won't, uh, he won't be fumbling it. Don't try to clean it up. It's, very, right. it's very early in the week. By Saturday, he'll Kling, be back to himself. Kling wants more cowbell. Okay, so real quickly. What a phenomenal year by Patrick Mahomes. Set the all-time NFL record for total yards, right? We all know that. 2011s, and he broke that record. It's just, I think if a guy like that could be underrated, 
It's amazing. To, but I think he's underrated. Yeah, he, is. he absolutely is. Oh my I, gosh. I know this league just wants to move on. You know, it's like, oh, who's the, who's the new pretty shiny car? You know, I get that. I understand that. But to think, and this is what kills me. This gives me goosebumps every time I think about it. That's our guy. That's our guy. It ain't somebody else. No. Yeah. We're not talking about John Elway here. We're not talking about anybody else. This is the Chiefs quarterback. It's like Lynn Dawson in his younger years. It's just so fun to watch. And he's so responsible. He's such a good part of the community. How can you not love him? Yeah, and those cars that are good that just still run, like Danon's car that Iowa bought for him when he played the, <laughs> that, that they still – it's still – name, image, and likeness. It's okay now. <laughs> so, anyway, we come back. We're going to do a quick preview of the Jags before we close things down. Again, we're at the hy at 95th and Antioch here in Overland Park. It's awesome. We'll be back uh, to talk about the Jags after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. McKinnon stationed to the right of Mahomes. Ball is snapped on the near hash. Chiefs load up three to the left side. Mahomes crossing pattern caught Kelsey 10 yard line, five yard line, touchdown! Kansas City! Will Kelsey do it to the Chargers again on a crossing pattern? And now Travis Kelsey, a 17 yard touchdown reception to take the lead, plus his 33rd 100 yard receiving game of his career, the most by a tight end in National Football League history. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show, our playoff preview, getting ready for the Chiefs and Jaguars Saturday afternoon, 3.30. Uh, again, we're here at the uh, High V at 95th and Antioch in Overland Park. Dana Hughes, Josh Klingler, Dan Israel, uh, our esteemed panel tonight, our broadcast crew. Okay, we'll make this uh, quick, but we're going to go around the horn here and talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars, down 27 to nothing. Nobody gave him a chance except the Jaguars. Doug Peterson is a friend of ours. He was with us for three years. He was with Coach. He was Coach's first quarterback in Philadelphia in 1999, if that tells you anything. But the culture change came through loud and clear in Jacksonville. Kling, your thoughts on that incredible comeback by the Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, I, I thought it was a great hire, one. You have to have a, a, an adult in the room <laughs> to, uh, to work with a, a young quarterback a lot, and I think that that was just the perfect perfect match, Doug Peterson with – with Trevor Lawrence. Hope it doesn't work this week. But also, I think prepare for the unexpected. I'm, I'm waiting to see how many stops he pulls out. Very aggressive coach. We know that. Didn't do as much of that in the first matchup, right? We were all, we were all on guard. Yeah, like, except watch the out. onside kick yeah, to start the, the game. The onside kick, yeah. I, I thought there'd be more. Yeah. And, and there might be more this week because I think that, uh, hey, they, they did some stuff in, in the game against the Chargers, which was aggressive that paid off, and I think that you're going to see a, a, a lot more of that because they're going to have to. I mean, this is – they're living on a little house money, too, coming coming to uh, to Kansas City. So I expect them to pull out every trick in the book, and he'll try to uh, outwit the master, I suppose, in that regard, right? A couple of minutes here, Dan, and your thoughts uh, on the Jags and what you saw and what you've seen since we played them. Well, I think it's, it's definitely the epitome of great coaching. When you coach players up, and you get them to believe and dive into things that maybe they had never experienced or they didn't know that they could do it. Uh, we've seen that around the Chiefs' kingdom through several coaches throughout our history, and it's very impressive. Now, with the Jaguars, uh, they've turned the ball over well as far as defense. They've, they've gotten turnovers. They came, and I'll tell you, just from that first game against us, I'm still 
kind of sore about the physicality that they brought. And if you remember that hit on Juju Smith-Schuster, the one on MVS, mm. like I, w I was as politically correct as I possibly could in the booth while we were talking about it. But in my mind, from a player's perspective, I was like, okay, like, Josh, can you steal somebody's uniform for me real quick? <laughs> Let me just get one run just play. Just one play is just all I need. Just one run play, and then I'll come back up to the booth. And I think that's the mindset. So I'm looking at the TVs here. They're showing those clips. I think Jaguars are a feisty group. Feisty, very feisty group. And we're going to have to step our game up in physicality. A run play, huh? Oh, now, why am I looking run, at my boards? Play. And Andre Sisko keeps jumping <laughs> up. Number five. That's where, uh, that's where he was going. Number that's where five. my beeline would be. That's yes, where sir. my beeline would yes, be. Yes, sir. 83. Uh, why is five pancake to the ground? Uh, uh, Dan, real quickly before we let you guys go and your thoughts on the Jags. You know, I think Doug Peterson has done a tremendous job. I love Doug. I, I thought it would have been interesting had the Ravens upset. The Bengals, it would have been an all-AFC Andy Reid coaching tree. That would have been cool. But uh, I think he's done a great job. I think he's a, a brilliant coach. He, however, will not be playing on the field on Saturday. And I think, it, I think it's just going to be a little bit too big a stage for him. Okay, these guys, and this goes back to the, are they going to take chances? They get the big two-point conversion last night, right, in that, or Saturday night in that game. Only Arizona went for two more than the Jacksonville Jaguars this season. Uh -huh. And back to Danon's point, 27 takeaways. Only Dallas had more, and only New England had more takeaway points. All right, my crew, you see how much fun we have? What an awesome group this is. Here we go, man, before we let you go and wrap up the show. Danon Hughes has got the golden hammer. <laughs> Kling's got the big hammer. Spartacus has got the Spartacus hammer, and I got the little bitty hammer, but it, hey, it's, it's all right. It's effective. It is time for the Chiefs kingdom to start the playoffs and put, put the, the hammer down. down, baby. Thank you so much, Danon Hughes, Josh Klingler, Dan Israel. I'll be back to wrap things up tonight from here at 95th and Antioch in Overland Park after this year listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. We're back again at the uh, Overland Park High V at 95th and Antioch with our special Get Ready for the Playoffs Beat the Jaguars version of the show. Again, special thanks tonight to Dana Hughes, Josh Klingler, Dan Israel, our terrific broadcast team. A reminder that High V tonight, tonight, tonight uh, is to celebrate. Patrick Mahomes, 41 touchdown passes. You can score still tonight. 41 cent fuel saver rewards with a $41 purchase tonight. So you can get that done. Also, throughout the week, look for uh, the uh, cart here, this Hy-Vee Super Cart. Uh, Going to be around Kansas City in the Hy-Vee stores. Scan the HQR code on the cart. You could be entered to win four tickets to the Chiefs Divisional Round game. That comes up this Saturday afternoon at 3.30 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, everybody, next week, next week we will have our show again on Monday night back to the Northland 64th Street location. That'll be near the National, uh, right on 64th Street on Tom Watson Parkway, just west of I-29 on your way to the airport. We'll be celebrating a victory, Andy Reid's 20th postseason victory against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thanks to everybody for being with us tonight. It's time for the playoffs, folks. It's time to get it red, get real, and get rowdy, and time to go win a playoff game. Thanks for joining us tonight, everybody, on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.
You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Dean and Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Green Baker. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 